Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. everyone. Welcome back to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor podcast. I thought we'd talk today about insuring your home and the stuff inside. Sometimes this can actually be a little confusing. If you own a home that you rent out and live somewhere else, it might be a lot confusing. So let's get started. Basically, there's three main types of insurance that cover your home and your personal property. There's homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, and rental property insurance. The key question here is whether or not you own the home you're living in. So let's start with homeowner's insurance. This is what you need when you have your own home and you're living in it. Of the three types of insurance we're talking about today, homeowner's insurance covers the most. Because of this, it's a bit more complex costs more than the other two, and requires you to provide the insurance company with the most information. If you have a mortgage on your house, the mortgage company will probably require you to have homeowner's insurance. This is no place to skimp. Your home and what's in it is probably almost everything you own in the world, and a total loss could be completely devastating. Now don't let this intimidate you, I'm just saying homeowner's insurance is important. Don't leave it to chance. When you go to apply for a homeowner's insurance policy, you'll answer questions about the house, like its location, square footage, when it was built, uh, what it was built of, and that sort of thing. Your insurance company will probably give you a questionnaire to fill out, so don't worry. A standard policy will cover damage and losses to the house itself and your belongings, except for vehicles and boats and things like that. It also helps protect you from liability claims, like when there's personal injuries or pet-related incidents at your home. It usually also covers other structures on the property, like a shed or attached to garage, up to a specified amount. It's also really important to know what's not included in your policy like flood or earthquake insurance. You'll usually need separate policies for these. And the most important thing is to ask questions and read the policy details. Ideally, your home coverage should equal your replacement cost of the home. That is what it would cost to rebuild it, not its purchase price. The cost of rebuilding could be higher or lower than what you paid for your house your insurance agent should be able to calculate this replacement cost for you. All right, you'll also need to have a decent idea of what your personal belongings are worth. Take a good inventory. Going through your home with a smartphone and taking pictures of everything is a great way to start. Personal property coverage applies to everything in your home besides the house itself. 
This includes appliances, clothes, furniture, electronics, uh, even the food in your fridge. The coverage kicks in if your belongings are destroyed, stolen, or vandalized. If you have some more expensive items like jewelry or a special collection, you may need added insurance. Okay, so now let's say you don't own the home you're living in. You're renting an apartment or a house, or you're living in barracks or military housing. What you need is renter's insurance. This covers all your personal belongings, as well as provides some liability coverage. For example, in case someone slips and falls in your kitchen or cracks their head open and wants to sue you. It does not cover the building itself. That's the responsibility of the landlord. Renter's insurance is the cheapest because it doesn't cover the building. As a matter of fact, the average cost in America for renter's insurance, it's less than $200 a year. Of course, this varies depending on where you are, the value of your belongings and such. It's also the simplest to get. The insurance company will want to know your address and what your stuff's worth. If you have more expensive items, again, like jewelry or art or something like that, you may need added insurance. Probably the most important thing to remember is that the landlord's insurance does not cover your personal belongings. That's your responsibility. Okay, so on to the third. This type of insurance uh, will cover a home that you own but don't live in and rent out to someone else. That's rental property insurance. So that's when you're a landlord. The important thing to remember about rental property insurance is that it covers just the building itself and not the personal belongings of the tenants or the renter. Some of the landlord's personal property might be covered, like uh, maintenance equipment, a lawnmower or a rake or something like that, but it won't cover the renter's property. It also provides you the landlord, but not the renter, with some liability protection. However, as a landlord, you should consider getting additional separate liability coverage with an umbrella policy. This provides some extra protection from uh, lawsuits. Rental property insurance often also includes coverage for lost rent. So if the house is partially destroyed or not habitable, you, the landlord, would get re reimbursed for rent lost until the house is fixed and can be rented again. All right, for a quick wrap-up, renter's insurance covers your personal property when you rent a house or apartment or live in military housing. It also provides you with some liability coverage. It tends to be quite cheap. I highly recommend you consider it. Now, if you're the owner landlord of a rental property, you need rental property insurance, which provides coverage for the building and some liability protection for you, not the renters. And lastly, for those of you who both own your own home and live in your own home, there's homeowner's insurance. This will cover both the building itself and your personal belongings, as well as give you some liability coverage. 
Okay, today I've covered some basics and hope this clears things up a bit. There's a lot more to these kinds of insurance. Never assume you're covered for something. Again, it's very important to read the policies carefully, ask questions, and discuss your specific needs with your insurance agent. If you have any comments or would like your questions answered on a future podcast, drop me a line. You can find my contact information at moneypilotadvisor.com. Have a great day. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.